Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Ray's Days, episode 139 of the show where I recap my week. I talk about my absolutely uh, unexciting life <laughs> and uh, don't really expect anybody to ever listen to these or enjoy them, but I do them anyway for those that do because I love you regardless. The fact that you subscribe to my show, you listen to this show, I appreciate uh, the fact that the Ray Taylor show is growing in any real way is astonishing to me. This year has been a crazy year looking at my analytics, which is something that, you know, when you're not successful at drawing an audience for a long time, you know, had some success in the past, but you know, there's a lot of peaks and valleys and, and plateaus and and all that stuff and starting this show a little over four years ago after producing over 14 other podcasts in the past and uh to varying success and and varying uh degrees of of uh episodes the amount of episodes for this show to keep going and for it to be the show that i enjoy doing the most it is pretty effortless for me to sit down and talk about the things I talk about in the different episodes, whether it's reviewing movies and TV shows, uh, talking about current events and my opinions on that, or ranking stuff, uh, or just talking about what's happened in my week. It's, it's pretty easy, and I enjoy it, and it's something that I'm glad is taking off. And this week was kind of, this past week, was kind of the end of the month is always kind of an interesting time because I can look at my website where all of my podcasts are hosted and I can see where the subscribers at see how many subscribers I have and the subscribers for this show have been growing exponentially there was a big growth early on in the year uh, where the show was getting about 30,000 subscribers per month and kind of dipped down a little bit to like maybe 25, 27,000 subscribers per month. And then it started taking off again. And uh, this past month uh, was, I took a screenshot, which I, I guess I'll show, I might have uh, a picture of here in the background. I don't know. But at the end of the month, I'm going to start taking screenshots of, of this crazy phenomenon that's happening. And uh, at the end of November, the Ray Taylor Show subscribers were over 70,000. It was like 70,000 and something, something, something. And the trajectory it's going, I'm hoping that by the end of 2022, the beginning of 2023... I'm hoping that I will pass the 100,000 subscriber threshold. And uh, that's insane. That is insane uh, kind of a, a thought to have that uh, there's that many people subscribed to this show. Um, and I appreciate it. I enjoy it. I don't know because this show is split up into multiple feeds. Obviously, uh, you know, it could just be certain things that people are subscribed to. 
Um, but overall, it's amazing. I'm thankful, and uh, it's it's kind of absurd. It's absurd. Uh, but with all that said, my week, pretty okay week. Uh, it's kind of weird since it's we're getting into winter, and the time change obviously also adds to this uh, phenomenon. But on Sundays when I record the seven episodes that get released the following week, uh, I tend to get done probably from three o'clock to five o'clock right depending on how long i record sometimes the total recording length of all seven episodes of the podcast can be anywhere from three hours to five hours long right i don't think i've actually gotten up to five hours but definitely over four hours long and i take breaks in between episode recordings and last week was a phenomenon which i i believe i'll be repeating today uh when i finished recording last week i went to open my blinds that i close while i record so my dog doesn't see something outside and start to bark i have uh air conditioner the fan going at least for white noise to so any noise that might be happening outside my dog doesn't hear and get rattled and start barking when I'm done recording, I usually open up the curtains, let my dog out to go to the bathroom. And last week, it was dark outside, right? And I start producing these shows pretty much when I wake up, right? Sundays, I try to wake up around 7 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I wake up a little earlier. Sometimes I wake up a little later. I usually, to get ready, I like to try and wake up. So I'll try and eat some breakfast. I'll make some tea. Uh, I like to take a shower before I get going, um, you know, clean up my beard, whatever, just, you know, be fresh and clean for the show. Uh, it also helps me wake up. I'll post my social media for the day, which I do every morning. It's kind of the first thing I do while I wake up. And uh, and then I'll start recording. So as soon as I can get all those things done and feel mentally like I'm awake, I will start recording. So when I started recording last week, it was, you know, maybe nine in the morning, right? The latest I like to start recording is 10 or 10 uh, noon, right? If I'm starting recording at noon, then I've been dragging that morning, right? But if I can start recording at like nine or 10, I'm happy. So it's like I start recording in the morning and then when I'm done recording, I open the curtains and it's nighttime already. Now, granted, it's like five o'clock, so it's not like late, late or anything. But visually, mentally, it's weird to finally turn off the lights in this makeshift studio and open up the curtains to not see daytime still at five o'clock. It's just it's kind of mind bending and crazy. And then it's like I'm still up. I'm usually not done editing everything, getting everything uploaded till close to midnight. So I'm, it's like a full day. Sundays are ridiculous, but I'm able to get everything done on Sunday from recording to getting everything uploaded, including the ad-free version of the show to Patreon. And it's, you know... It's uh, it works, right? I just Sundays are for the podcast and they've been for the podcast for years, just like Thursdays are the day I paint, right? Thursdays, I paint Friday. I process my paintings Sundays. I produce this show. 
And uh, that's just there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm not available for things on Sunday. Saturday, I prep for the show. Um, so, yeah, so that was kind of weird last week, seeing it it all uh, all uh, dark outside. And also this past week, since the pandemic started, I've been using Instacart for all my groceries. Right, I signed up for their premium service, Instacart Plus or whatever. I don't know what it's called, uh, which basically means that you get free delivery. At least that's what they refer to as free. I mean, it's their d- delivery fee is free, but there's still fees associated, and I pay less fees than I would if I didn't have this premium membership. But it's still, I'm still paying to get groceries delivered. And I've noticed, because this week was the first time I've gone grocery shopping since the pandemic started. Like, the last time I was in a grocery store was the pandemic had just started, everything was shut down, and it was before everybody had N95 masks. I had my my painter's respirator that I would wear uh, to the grocery store. I had, like, uh, gardening gloves on. Like, it just, nobody knew what was going on. And I would go shopping with that stuff. Very ridiculous. And then I signed up for Instacart. And I've had that for two years as it's a yearly subscription membership. So it just is lapsing this month. So I'm not I'm not renewing it. Obviously, I'll go shopping. Um, and it was my first time shopping. And I noticed that specifically... Now I noticed how much more money they were making off of me because the prices of all of the items cost more through the app, right? You're not paying the same prices, so there's a percentage that's added on top of every item that you're paying that Instacart is making money off of you. And even if the even if you have their premium membership, which is $100 a year, not too bad, especially if you're getting groceries every week, right? It's less than $2 uh, a week that you're you're paying for which is cheaper than what you'd be paying for the delivery fees so you're saving that money you're spending less on delivery but then there's also the processing fee that they charge plus if you're not a complete and utter asshole you're tipping people right which i add always add a tip i know what it's like i was delivering people with uber and lyft and delivering food with uber eats and and uh postmates And I know how rare it is for people to tip, right? Especially the more wealthy the person is, the less likely they are to tip, right? Generally, poor people are pretty good about tipping. People with money, horrible. Some of the worst. So I always made sure to add a tip. So you have all of these fees added on top of it where I'm spending like $15 more per order of like a $35, $40 grocery order, right, every week. So not only in order to save money and not sign up for that thing anymore, it's way cheaper just to buy the groceries on my own, which was kind of weird being in a grocery store and seeing just everything. First off, they rearranged the grocery store I go to, so everything was in a different place. But just being bombarded by products, right? I haven't been bombarded by products. I was just choosing products through the app, 
which is so much nicer than actually going to a grocery store. It's amazing. Uh, but yeah, I went to a grocery store for the first time, which, you know, and of course, because of the holidays, everybody's starting to get sick again. So I'm still going to be wearing a mask out in public, which is fine. I, it doesn't bother anybody else. I don't need to get sick. I don't have health insurance. I can't afford to get sick because even if I get sick, even if I get COVID, I'm still going to paint every Thursday. I'm still going to somehow do this show. I don't know how good they will be, but I'm not going to stop. I mean, maybe I will if it's bad enough, but I don't want to have to do that. So if I can avoid getting sick during this year, I will do that. But uh, yeah, a new new experience. It's been two years since I've gone shopping in a grocery store. Insane. That's crazy. I've been having groceries delivered, which is a great service, right? If I could afford it, you know, if I was making enough money to afford spending a little bit more money on groceries, right? If I wasn't trying to save every last dime in order to try and survive to stretch out the money I have while I'm trying to sell paintings and trying to build up my subscribers on Inspire Disorder Plus and trying to get my views up on YouTube to get those monetizing monetization numbers up, you know, if I was in a financial place, I would easily never shop again. Easily. If I could afford it. Are you kidding me? I would way prefer somebody do the shopping and deliver it for me. So much easier. But I'm able to save a bunch of money. So back to the grocery store I go. Let's take a little break from the show to promote. I figured out a way on my website to offer prints for every single painting. So if you go to a painting, you can buy the original painting or you can buy a print for everything. Artwork that you don't want to spend $100 plus on 9 by 12 inch ink painting on paper. $100 for the original one of a kind piece of artwork. Paintings range in price depending on their size. The 8 by 10 print, $20 available in the store at inspireddisorder.com and now let's get back to the show you know and in order to try and live a lifestyle where i could afford to pay somebody to grocery shop for me uh i'm trying to figure out ways to market my artwork online right it's the one thing that is missing with all I'm doing. Obviously, I promote it through my all my artwork through my social media every day. I post a new painting along with making of videos. I post three videos and an image every single day of artwork that I've made. I post, you know, images and video clips of this show, three clips every day to promote this show online. And, you know, I get some traffic through those things through social media but not enough. I need more eyeballs. And doing live shows is definitely a great way to get eyeballs. Uh, you know, it's been forever since I've done live art events. Uh, back when I lived in San Diego, I did them regularly. And you get a bunch of people that are going to an event that may or may not be going with the intention of purchasing artwork, but at least going with the intention to see artwork. Right, So I'm getting a lot of eyeballs. I got a lot of eyeballs and had varying success. It was a, a big learning experience doing those art shows in San Diego. Selling completely different work than I'm doing now. 
But where I'm living, every art event that is still going, I mean, the pandemic was obviously not a lot of stuff going on, but every art event or gallery that I've contacted is either already booked up or just not even getting back to me at all. So... I don't know, locally, and doing local live shows isn't something that I want to start doing again because it does, it takes a lot of work to do live shows. It's It'll be a, a full day that I'm taking out of my schedule to just do, pack up everything, go somewhere, get everything set up, be busy, 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 selling, 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 and then having to break everything down and come back and not only the work involved with that, but also the potential risk in damaging my work. So, you know, I would prefer, I wouldn't mind doing an art show, maybe a monthly art show or whatever. Wouldn't mind doing that. But the idea of constantly breaking down and setting up equipment everywhere um, and adding that to, like, part of my schedule, I'm not even, like... I don't even have a vehicle that works right now. Like I'm seriously cutting down all of my expenses to live as, as cheaply as possible to try, try and meet right. As my income slowly goes up, making money with YouTube and, you know, hopefully getting sponsors for this show now that subscriber numbers are skyrocketing. Right. And, and getting sales here and there that I get and getting subscribers to inspire disorder plus trying to, increase my income but also trying to lower what my monthly costs are um just to try and if i can just get to a place where i can survive as a starting point then i'm golden right but learning how to market my stuff online doing more of that obviously doing it in ways that don't cost me money to market because i've experimented with promoting social media posts on different social media platforms you know they're good to get numbers up on those platforms but they don't necessarily translate to sales like i would like but i have seen artists recommend things like reddit and things like facebook uh what clubs f private facebook is it facebook clubs no groups facebook groups which are two things i don't use i don't use reddit i don't use facebook but because of that i need to implement those things i need to research those things and they are free tools that i can use to start promoting my work to hopefully people that want to buy work right because i've got a lot of it i've got a lot of it i'm happy i'm like in my opinion the work i'm doing today is the best work i've ever made whether it's with the artwork that I'm doing or producing this show, I'm the most proud of the work that I've ever done. It's not perfect. Uh, consistency, I think I'm, I'm doing a lot better at a consistent rate. I'm happy with the quality that I'm doing at a consistent rate. Um, but it's just those eyeballs. I need more eyeballs. I need people to see my work that want to buy work, that are interested in supporting artists, uh, whether it be buying my original work, buying prints, buying shirts, I have it all, right? If, if I had, I just need the audience. I need customers to come to my website. And there's plenty, there's a plethora of things to buy. Pl like, I am not short of 
choices for people to purchase. So it's one thing that I've started to do research on, bookmarking things that I need to go through and and check out and see how I can utilize those services in the best way so I'm not breaking any rules. I don't want to be spamming. I don't want to be you know, blocked or, or kicked off of any kind of platform because I'm using them wrong uh, to promote my work. So I need to figure out the logistics on that stuff. But it's one of the things that I'm working on. And uh, I'm not going to talk about that. I talked about that. I got called a Satanist. <laughs> on instagram by a, cri a crazy christian that thinks that th that i somehow don't believe in god i don't believe in i don't follow jesus but i still believe in their fictional book and follow the villain of their book right i don't know it's just crazy um i talked about that in swipe up so if you want to hear about that being being called a satanist I'll do it there. Uh, I don't feel like regurgitating it again. Um, but this week, I'm still way ahead on stuff. You know, I'm, I'm in a good place with my work quality. My sleeping has gone to shit. I sleep so horribly. I've been talking about this every week. And this week, n no different. I, like, seriously wake up three to four times a night just wide awake out of a dead sleep because... I'm paranoid that my dog is going to use the carpet as a restroom, right? Her her bathroom schedule is all off because I'm not taking her on walks. I'm just she's getting old, she's like limping all the she's not in good shape, so I just let her out on the patio to do her thing. And because of that, her schedule is all off and because of that at throughout the night she will have the urge to take like there's so many times I've woken up to the smell of dog shit or seen a puddle on the carpet and it's just so i'm paranoid and anytime i see her, hear her walking around like instantly it will wake me up out of a dead sleep and i will let her out right it's cold outside so i'm up at like all different hours of the night right midnight two in the morning four in the morning every two hours it seems like this dog gets me up and I'm wide awake and I'm letting her out, you know, and then also when she's out there, I'm trying to make sure she's not eating dog shit that's out there. So it's like I'm going out. What's taking you? Are you even doing the thing? It's just like my my nighttime sleep life is garbage. And I ordered a mat, one of those spill mats that are used for kids in high chairs Right. So they're like, you know, water resistant, but they're they're for making messes on something that I can throw in the laundry if it gets messed on. But it's not going it's going to protect the carpet. Right. So I have these mats, this mat that I ordered, and I'm thinking about ordering these uh, washable pee pads. I don't have money to be spending on these things, but it's like instead of buying more pee pads that are just disposable, and instead of just this carpet becoming just uh, complete and just having to wash this carpet constantly, and to put these pad this pad down, this mat down where she usually goes, because she usually goes in the same spot, and hopefully that will allow me to sleep better. But I still get woken up, even if I don't wake up from her walking around. I will get woken up from just the smell of dog poop. 
Like I will be in a dream and I'll be like, ooh, I know that smell. And then I'll wake up and then I have to get my f- flashlight on my phone to look over. And it's like, oh, there it is. You know, because I can't sleep if the if my room smells like shit. I can't do it. I'm not I don't have cats. Right. People that have cats can somehow exist in a house and rooms that constantly smell like cat feces. I, I don't I don't like it. I've had roommates that have cats. I don't I don't like I don't like the way they make the home smell. It is so repulsive. So it wakes me up and I I've been sleeping like shit. Thankfully last night I went to sleep super early. Right? I watched Bullet Train to review that and as soon as that was done like at 10 o'clock, I was like, I'm going to sleep. I put on white noise to try and hopefully drown out, but I still woke up a bunch. I could still hear my dog. I can hear her paws on the carpet somehow. And, uh, But thankfully, I went to sleep early enough to where by the time I woke up, I had gotten enough sleep, I guess. Just not consistent sleep throughout the night. But yeah, sleeping has been horrible. And I've been taking like melatonin and sleeping pills in order to try and sleep well, but they don't do. I mean, they help me go to sleep. So I'm not like just awake in bed trying to go to sleep. Like they do a good job at putting me to sleep. But as far as keeping me to sleep, it's not not working. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of Inspired Disorder Plus. So you go inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Sign up. $5 a month. You get to binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free. You get to watch all of the live painting videos I do. You get a special members-only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that I sell. You also get the complete podcast back catalog of every podcast I've ever produced. Hundreds of episodes countless different podcasts you also get access to my personal blog a new blog comes out every week in addition to that you get my creative writing that i'm releasing you also get access to asking me anything 14 years of experience podcasting i've been creating art my entire life i've been using photoshop since middle school and you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else so those are the benefits for signing up for inspired disorder plus and now let's get back to the show you know other than that it was a good week painting thursday it was one of the few times recently where thursday i sit down to paint at 420 on youtube uh on thursday and uh i was actually in the moment right i wasn't i didn't feel like i'd rather be doing something else right i felt just just in the moment while I was creating I felt really good while I was doing it took my time and it it was a good I thought I you know I was happy with how I felt making it I didn't feel angry sometimes I'll do stuff and it'll be like oh that's horrible I messed up and then I'll look at it later and it's I have a different opinion on it but this one I just I felt pretty good all the way through which that I enjoyed I enjoyed at least that and I took a nap Thursday I was exhausted I was like, I need to, I need, I can't stay up and paint. I'm going to be so tired. So I took a nap and uh, that helped. It helped. I felt great painting. Uh, But as I like to do every week to finish off the episode of Ray's Days is to 
point something out that I'm thankful for, highlight something that's positive in my life, that I enjoy of my life because it's so easy to be negative about things. It's so easy to identify the things in life that I don't like. I want to take a moment for each episode of Ray's Days to highlight something that I'm thankful for, no matter how big or small, just something, one thing at least that I'm thankful for. And I have been having the biggest craving for, I've had the biggest craving and satiating this craving uh, for this thing uh, for the past few weeks. And it's this simple thing that I just love and I'm glad is available at a, a low price that is a good quality and I enjoy just one of those simple pleasures. And that thing I'm thankful for this week is pepperoni pizzas. Uh, I, I love pizza in general. Everybody loves pizza. It's not a new thing. Pizza, love it. Favorite food for so many people. I don't know if it's my favorite food. I was kind of turned off of pizza for a while because I worked in a pizza kitchen for a few years. And uh, it's, you know, good pizza. I worked at the Costco Pizza Kitchen for three years uh, while I worked at Costco for 13 years. And, uh, you know, I like their pizza. It is technically kind of my favorite style of pepperoni pizza in general. Just a plain pepperoni, but like New York style, right? Big, floppy piece of pizza. You can fold it up and eat it. And the grease of the pepperoni. I like all kinds of pizzas. Regular cheese pizza. You got your veggie. You got your combo with everything on it. But I really, my favorite is just your basic pepperoni. I love the, the way the pepperoni and the grease kind of mingle with the cheese and the sauce. It really makes a good combination of everything where cheese pizza can be a little bit too plain, a little bit too bland. There's, you know, not enough. And I don't eat a lot of meat these days. I am mostly a vegetarian. I rarely eat meat. I mean, I eat eggs sometimes, pepperoni pizza, obviously. Uh, but I'm not really cooking and buying meat very much. I'm eating a lot of fruit, vegetables, things of that nature, pasta. I'm doing a lot of pastas, um, but not, not doing a lot of meat. And, uh, pepperoni is one of those things that I just, it, it, it's makes a pizza so good. Just those little discs of pepperoni on your pizza are just perfect. And I remember the Costco pizza, there's the grease would be so much. You could put like a napkin on top of it. I would literally put a napkin on top of it and they would just, you'd see just the, just, just soaked, right? You could put just napkins and napkins. And it would just soak with all the grease that comes from the pepperoni, but it's so good. It's so good. I love a pepperoni pizza and a pepperoni pizza, shake some crushed red peppers on it. Sprinkle some Parmesan cheese on it. The perfect slice of pizza. New York style, if you can get it. I've been getting these. I shop at Aldi mostly because it's inexpensive and it works for me. Uh, and they have these take and bake pizzas that I've just been, I've been eating way too much of. I'm taking at least a week off, but then uh, my birthday's coming up. I might get myself a, another pepperoni pizza for my birthday. Uh, but I just love it, man. It's like a treat. Because I'm not spending money on stuff. My groceries are very minimal, right? Just really trying to spend as little money as possible, but still eating good food. But that pizza is like a treat. It's like it's uh, probably my most expensive meal is getting uh, the take and bake pizzas from Aldi. 
Uh, but I enjoy it. It's a good. It's I, I enjoy that brand pizza. They make a good. It's a good take and bake pizza. Um, you know, better than the frozen pizza. Way cheaper than ordering something like Domino's or any of the pizza delivery places. Those are ridiculous. Uh, so that is what I'm thankful for this week. Pepperoni pizzas. Let me know what you're thankful for. What's your favorite pizza? What toppings do you like? What style of pizza do you like? I like all styles of pizza. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like I'll have thin crust. I'll have a deep dish. I'll have, uh, you know, Chicago style. I'll have a Detroit style. I don't care. Pizzas are great. Any any shape, form. I don't mind those Tostino pizzas, those those the toaster oven pizzas, the microwave pizzas. They all have their own. They're all their own kind of style. Right. Most of them not very good for you kind of toxic not real food but pizza in general is a great great food meal i enjoy what's what's your favorite topping what's your favorite style of pizza i'd love to know hit me up new episodes of the ray taylor show come out every single day subscribe on youtube and everywhere our podcasts are found binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus buy ray taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com have a wonderful day everybody peace Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.